There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Now joining us on the show, longtime head coach at Northern Iowa, Mark Farley. Coach, spring season just wrapped up. You're working on off-season workouts. How have things been going so far this summer? Oh, they've been going very well. Actually, really starting to pick up this week, of course. Uh, everybody's starting to show back up on campus and trying to get everything organized and, and uh, up to speed where it needs to be so we can be efficient this summer. But uh, no, everybody's getting back on campus, so you can feel the energy start to pick up. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, from my playing days, I always really enjoyed that that summer time of, of getting to prepare training and all that. One of the things with, with Northern Iowa that, that gets brought up, especially recently with the guys that you've put into the NFL, talking about Ellerson Smith, Trevor Penning, Spencer Brown, the physical development that these guys have had. I'm, I'm just curious because like, I feel like a lot of people are always wondering, like, what is the, the training program like in the offseason for these guys? Because these guys have made some serious strides in their time being there at Northern Iowa? Well, it's, it's, it's very intense. I'm sure it's very intense other places, but you know, as, as a young player growing up, you always try to apply what worked for you, even as a player, at least I do. And as a player, that was a big part of the opportunity for me to even get to play was, was that development that you're going to get in the off season. Uh, it was the physical development that was going to get you on the football field because mentally you felt you could, match anybody but it was the physical part that you had to really do the extra time in to catch up if not pass people if you're going to be the best at it so uh, a lot of things that uh, I learned through training uh, at the beginning because at the beginning I was actually a strength coach linebacker coach in the beginning of my career so a lot of my background started with strength training and then uh, and then through of course our uh, strength coach here now is Jed Smith He's done a phenomenal job uh, with the ideas that he's brought to us. And then through the two of us, we combine to make up our program. And uh, uh, it's very intense and probably different than a lot of people and similar in a lot of ways. But uh, at the same time, we do do things uh, maybe a little bit different that have been successful for us. I feel like that's that's pretty unique, having that that background, being a strength coach, and then also having that that hands-on aspect of working with these guys, like you're talking about working on that strength program. You don't need to give away the secret sauce, but I'm just curious, is there any like particular things that you try to emphasize, maybe certain lifts or just certain body movements that you guys want, want these guys working on? 
Well, I don't know if it's, I think it's similar. Really, honestly, I think it's similar to what everybody does. I mean, I read all the articles and see what's going on out there. You try to stay up to speed, but at the end of the day, it's old school. I can, I, I, the best way to explain it to you is, you know, back in the day, it was just old school lifting, bench, squat, uh, basic lifts. It wasn't all the fancy stuff and all the power stuff and all the technology and all the things they have today. Uh, you know, even back then it was cables and chains. Uh, when, when you start working on some of the equipment that was out in those days. Right. But really, it goes back to where you're successful is just the old school way of lifting. Because I believe that the age that our players are in, 18 to 21, is where they're in the prime. They're in the prime of their life as far as making some development. And if you start cleaning and snatching and doing all the things that everybody wants to do to create power, that's all well and good and scientifically correct. But until you have base strength, you can't throw any weight around until you can put weight on the bar. So if you don't develop them in that way in high school, which is just your base strength of uh, shoulders, chest, leg strength, just base strength, how can you throw weight around in power cleans until you actually can put weight on the bar to do it? So there's no really secret sauce as more as if you if you put in the time because it, it takes a lot of time to work out like we work out. Right. And, uh, and, and to do it the way we did it, that's what was successful for us. You know, these players, that's how we teach them and train them. So that's all I know, but we've had success. So we'll stay with the formula we're using. Yeah. From, I, so I played at the university of, of Rhode Island and I do agree that I think some strength coaches tend to, to overcomplicate things. And that's, that's pretty cool to hear that you try to stick with the, you know, the simplistic things. And that's, that's probably what works really well for, you know, for these guys in their development. The one other thing that I'm just curious on with like helping these guys turn into the great players that they've become, you've had a lot of really strong, explosive athletes. Like I remember, if I remember correctly, Spencer Brown was was a tight end when he came in and ends up being an offensive lineman, and he put on a lot of weight. A lot of people don't really understand the nutrition aspect of it when it comes to weight training, especially for football players. Is that like a big emphasis for you in the program is, is making sure these guys are not only eating right, but like directing them towards maybe certain things? It, it is. Nutrition nutrition and sleep are two things you need if you're going to be successful. And it's the two things that everybody cuts the corner on the most at 18 to 21 is uh, we, don't, <laughs> we don't sleep much and we don't eat right. But uh, at the same time, that that's a huge part if you're going to make the gains. Uh, but, you know, you go back, you're mentioning some of these uh, pictures that people seen before and after pictures. And Absolutely. First of all, you got to get the frame. You've got to have the, the frame to work with, the, the, and then you got to have the attitude and the energy and the want to from the player. That comes that's within. I can't change those things. We can instill some things in them, but they have to come with the with the with the framework and the attitude to do the work. And then the nutrition is when they buy into that. That's just as important. Is you got that, That's the gasoline that fuels the engine. And, uh, and how you do that when they do that, I think is, is, uh, important. I think the timeliness of it, what you're doing is just as important as, as what you're using, but sitting here saying all this, we don't have a big nutrition bar here. I've heard all these schools right. saying, Hey, we got these nutrition things. And I walk in these schools and they got cafeterias and those things are great for the recruiting visit. But to me, it's, 
if you're going to sign somewhere, I'd be going for the before and after pictures because that's <laughs> you've produced it, not so much as showing them a cafeteria or a, a vending machine. I'm more into what the product is uh, leaving here and how they compare in the draft to the combine numbers. We want to be comparable to everybody that goes in the combine. I want to compare our guys to that leaving here to see if we're getting them to that level in the four years that we have them. Yeah, heck, I I would be signing up to play at UNI if you showed me some before and after pictures of of Spencer Brown and Ellerson Smith. They're they're floating out there on on Twitter, but those guys made some serious serious strides when when they were with your program, Coach. You you previously were a player at UNI, and then you worked your way up to becoming a graduate assistant. Uh, you had a stop at Kansas, and and then you've been the head coach leading this program so successfully for a very long time. When you made that transition into coaching. Did you know that someday you wanted to be the head football coach at Northern Iowa? You know, no, I, I don't, not the answer that people would think, but I really, I'm a non-traditional, even a college athlete. I, I didn't go to college out of high school. So I sat out that year and went to work and drove truck for a year. It's kind of my story in the background, but I think that was probably the most the best learning experience anybody could have is go to work out of high school and you, you find out that, you know, that college is important that you find out that when you start uh, working a 40 hour week job uh, and my job was more of a 70 a week hour job that you live for the weekend and it wasn't what you want to do for the rest of your life. So that experience is what drives you uh, uh, to do something that you love to do instead of have to do. And so I had the experience of, of that behind me, which motivated me even more so that you wanted to make football work because you experienced the outside world uh, prior to doing it. And so I wanted to make sure football worked. So even as an undergrad, uh, my degree was, uh, when I got done, was do I want to be a graduate assistant? Or, and if you don't make it in football, that's where I became a strength coach because you want to give yourself you want to become that utility person that you have something somebody else doesn't have to get that first job. So that's why I wanted to become a strength coach to give me a chance to be a linebacker coach. And then I just buried myself into that work because the best advice I could give anybody right now is people have said is be the best where you're at. I mean, everybody's chasing jobs right now and marketing themselves on the internet and doing all that stuff man, why don't you just bury yourself into your work and be the best where you're at? And people will find you. You don't have to find them. And so that's kind of what I did, not knowing all this. I just wanted to be the best where I was at. And then opportunities presented themselves. And even when I went to Kansas, uh, Kansas was awesome. It's, University of Kansas is an awesome place. And, and uh, football, we were actually doing good, but then it's, it's, everybody struggled there a little bit. But it was it was a great experience because you found out BCS Big 12 football got to coach against Tom Osborne and and Bill Snyder and found out traditionally strong programs that were great programs and studied those coaches. And by studying them and recruiting against them, then you found out, you know, if you got to be a head coach, how would you run your program? So I got this opportunity. It just opened up and. I, I went for it and, and uh, got the opportunity to be the head coach, but then had to apply and learn on the run, but really applied what I had watched and studied the coach Snyder's and the coach Osborne's what made them great. And then go back to the people that I learned from, which was Terry Allen and Daryl Mudra, uh, my, my coaches, uh, 
learn from my past, but also by studying those two great coaches in the Big 12. You're talking a little bit about that that work ethic that you you know you mentioned bearing yourself and and working from uh, you know where you're currently at. You, you also not only I didn't know that you took that year off, but you were also a walk on right before you were joined the the UNI program. Does that at all uh, like affect the way that you maybe work with walk ons that join the the program? Do you hold those those guys in maybe higher value than some other programs might? I, I, I hope that we do, but I think a uh, we've already talked about the Spencer Browns and the development of, of some of these guys. I think that's all tied together because a walk-on is a, is a guy that got looked over. If you want to call it that he needs, he needs an opportunity, but he also needs to take advantage of his opportunity as well. And so, yes, I want to make sure guys get opportunities. And by being a walk-on, I, I know the extra effort you have to put in the extra work you have to put in to not only catch the guys that were, already on the team or maybe at a position, but to pass them and to become the starter at those, you got to do double time the work, double time the effort. You have to find your own niche because we're all going to the same workout as a team, but what are you doing differently in that same amount of time that the opponent's not doing? Well, the opponent's sometimes the guy that's at your position that you're trying to win that position from. So it's that mindset of uh, development that you're going to put the extra time in. There is no secret pill or secret way to do stuff except sweat equity. You're going to have to do the time. You're going to have to put in the extra effort in the, in, you know, go to a weight room. It's the guys that put the extra five pounds on the end of the bar or the guy that just does what's what the card reads. You're supposed to put 225 on. That's all he puts on. Well, if the two if it's on, on a card here, if it says 225 and, and, you, and it should be 230, then put 230 on it. You got <laughs> to press yourself if you're going to make gains. And if you're not willing to go through the pain and the soreness of pressing yourself, then you're just doing the time. And I think that's what I learned as a walk-on. And that's what we try to instill in our team from the Spencer Browns to the walk-ons is you, if you do the time and you – push yourself and press yourself. I think we're all capable of making it. And it's just who's going to have the resilience and the perseverance to make it, I think is the secret sauce to anybody. Before we continue on with this discussion, folks, I do want to tell you about Bet Online. today's sponsors. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. Don't forget that the MLB is back. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, Coach, before uh, we wrap up, I want to ask you about a couple players on the team that are, are you know key contributors and one particularly a recognizable name. The first one, Benny Sapp, who was really, really good last year as a defensive back for your team. You've got a little bit of roster reshuffling since the that, that spring season, but you still have Sapp here, who has been a really important part of your defense. Having him returning as a leader, what does that mean for your defense heading into this this 2022 season? Uh, it's, 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 it's huge. Uh, what ben, We all know that Benny's a great player. But what makes Benny different than just a good athlete or a good defensive back is 
the energy that he brings every day to the weight room, energy he brings to a practice field, uh, the standard he sets for himself. I mean, those are all visible things that people can learn from. And I'll tie Benny Sapp into the, the three that you've already mentioned, whether it was Ellerson Smith, Ben Spencer Brown, Trevor Penning, heck, David Johnson from before. The common denominator of all those players is they held themselves to a higher standard, and they were always chasing the, what I call the ghost, the guy that's not even on our team, but they're chasing somebody out there in the country because they want to be the best in the country, not just be the best at you and I. And that's what Benny Sapp is. Benny is chasing to be the best uh, defensive back in the country. So he trains that way, works that way. And then when younger guys see that, man, you're not going to catch Benny, all right? But if you push and train yourself and learn that that's the way you do it in time, you'll you'll become the next Benny Sapp or the next guy that comes along. So his what he's instilling in our younger players is when they're watching him going, yeah, he's a great player, but he's a great player because of what he does in the offseason, what he does on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, not just what he does on Saturdays. So Trevor Penning became a really popular name early on in you know NFL draft circles and, and college football media because people noticed him when they were watching Spencer Brown. But some people don't know this and those tuning into the show, Trevor has a brother who's on the team and he's equally as big, much younger than, than, than Trevor is. What similarities do you maybe see between the two of them? Because you've got the same physical traits, but do you think that 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 Jared has maybe that same potential as, as Trevor? He absolutely does. In fact, the best, probably the best mentor for Trevor was Spencer. Okay. Cause he was a year ahead. And then now the best mentor for Jared is Trevor because Jared was probably a better player coming out of high school. He was a better player than Trevor was coming out of high school. Wow. And that's, just, that's just being frank about it. But Trevor what, what he had internally made him into the player he is today, be a first-round draft pick. He did the work now. He, he did his time, and he did the work. He earned it. And then now Jared has seen the transformation of Trevor, and he's seen it from, from being a brother, a younger brother. And now I can see the transformation that he's going through right now because he bought in. And when you buy in internally – Man, then that's when that's when you make the quantum leaps. And Jared is bought in now because he knows what the formula is, but he knows that he's the one that's got to drive the drive 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 the work ethic to get it done. So that's what I've seen from him. But that's all again, everything we talked about, kind of what's instilled in you by who you're surrounded by. Yeah, very exciting to see what you and I is going to do this upcoming season, Coach. We're going to be rooting for you here on the pod. Thank you so much for joining the show. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. 
Shop the all-new Tempera Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.